Shit, I got rid of hella toys. Yeah. Bags of clothes that were just like just filling up the garage and, and it's yeah. and now I could actually move around in here. Yeah, I could see, I could see it looks hella cleaner back there. Yeah, you know I mean I was just uh right now I'm just I was just going through uh like I haven't really been making beats actively. Uh-huh. Um I have and I haven't. Yeah. Um before I used to just do like I used to just come in here and just try to find a random sample, kind of like what we do for the beat exchange. Yeah. So I go through my 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 hard drive of like music that I've collected over the years and, and or or stuff that I listen to over Spotify and just pick one and that's it. That's what I'm going to use. And I have to make a beat out of it, no matter what way, what or the other. And I don't try to uh-huh. make a full complete beat. Just sketches. I just try to do a sketch. You know, it's like, oh, let me chop this up. And and sometimes it works and I can make a complete beat and I'm like, cool, that's a plus. You know what I mean? But uh, sometimes it's just like I get at least a cool loop or I get a, a good chop or or maybe the sample might lead to something else. Like I uh-huh. might. I, I might make a a find a, a, a dr- uh, find a dope drum break and a cool bass line and and some you know added kicks and snares. But when I take away the sample, that's that ele- that basic foundation sounds better than you know than what I have. Right. Like, oh, I could just keep this and find another sample to fit this better, or find another melody. Right. Like I suck at playing the piano, and sometimes. And sometimes the sounds that I find are not really what I want. Yeah. You know, like I want a keyboard, like I want piano, I want keyboards, but I'm like, I do like sometimes these, sometimes, you know, the chord, the chord effects, you know, you could press it and it does a chord for you. Yeah. Um, sometimes it just doesn't, it, it doesn't feel human enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it yeah. just it just sounds like, you know, you pressing a chord. Like mm-hmm. I'm pressing this chord, A minor seven. Me, right. you know what I'm saying? And then I'm like, it doesn't sound it doesn't sound like what I want to hear. It's something you wouldn't play. It, it 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 would be something that I would play, just not in that way. Right. Like there, there'll be more infliction in the piano, the how your fingers hit it, how they're not going to be sodded like 120 velocity. You know what I'm right. saying? Like not every finger is going to hit at the same time like a hammer. Um, right. You know so, what I'm saying? There's little nuances, right? Little imperfections. Yeah, exactly. And uh, sometimes you could, you could. Uh, play around with it and and try to make it sound more human 
because like as you look at the key the keyboard you know when you look at the keyboard and you look where the midi is placed on there uh-huh uh sometimes you can shrink some of the chords uh-huh so you'll make you'll make this top line start later or you'll make this one linger longer and it gives it a feel yeah yeah it, it like when you fuck with the 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 how where where the midi's hitting right so it doesn't look like you know when you're looking at the keyboard midi it doesn't look like it's just like five lines going across you know what i'm saying it just doesn't look like five lines going across like you give it you 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 stagger where it starts and where they're hitting so it gives it a little bit more of a human feel mm -hmm. but it's when you're moving to the next chord, right? When you're moving from this chord, from an A chord to a G chord, mm. it's, it's, it's that transition that a human does so well. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, these, and, some, and some of these things are too, a little too stiff. I never played with them too much. I, w I would play with, if I was you, I would play with them. You know, like if you, if you just fuck with them and see what they sound like. Yeah. Uh, and so you'll, you'll, you know, when you try to create a melody with it, you'll see that you have a melody and you're like, oh, okay, this is something, you know, this is, this is a cool progression here. I could, I could add some drums to this. I could add a bass line to this. But yeah. it, sometimes it sounds a little too stiff. You know, mm -hmm. and I'm like, man, I really, I really wish I knew a, somebody who could do a keyboard that could lay down some, La, 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 you know. I know, right? I could. I almost want to like, uh, just take piano for a year or two, yeah. you know, just to get the fundamentals down and get okay with it, you know, and then just get like a decent chord book, and just maybe that would help. Yeah, I mean, it'll. I think. I think all that helps with understanding, mm -hmm. right? With understanding what you want to do, so you can sketch some shit out. Mm -hmm. But I still rather than hand it off to like someone really good, somebody who could play it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to sit here. I don't have, he has 30 years. Yeah. I don't have to, I, my 30 years. <laughs> I don't have that time no more. You know mm. what I'm saying? <laughs> and there's some, there's some software out there that'll, there's some software out there that kind of do it. That kind of has a lot of humanizing effects to it. Yeah. Um, but once again, I lack the understanding yeah. of what a good progression is. Like, what's a unique progression? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I if you, like, like, if you give Scott Storch a, a progression, he's going to do something different to keep that progression interesting. Yeah. Something that, something that maybe these, these softwares won't necessarily uh program aren't programmed to do right like it goes to a to g to d to b and then maybe a human would do something f something you know do something different i have a, i downloaded um this app i barely use it uh -huh. um but sometimes i just play with it it's called tonal and it just oh it, yeah 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 it gives you progressions right not progressions, but like it, it, it tells you what chords fit in the circle of fills. yeah, yeah. You know, I see, I see, I seen. The, I, I think I had that. I think I had that. So what will work? But they also give you like 
yeah. pretty much kind of like the chord, how you would play the chord on the piano too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I mainly got it for guitar. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, let me, let me, you know, because guitar is my main instrument, you know, like, let me uh, see how it works. You know, if I played in this key, where can I, what sounds can I play with, you know? Has uh, it, has it helped? Uh, all of it helps, but I just forget. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, like I, for a second I was studying, um, what's it called? The, uh, the cage system, right? And I got, I got pretty far in it, but then it's like, oh, what was this again? Oh yeah, this. And then I, I bought this book from the guy who, uh, Who's the lady who who started hip hop uh, hip hop label? Uh, Sylvia Robinson. Okay, the guy who was singing with her, Mickey something. Okay. So that guy is a dope guitar player, and he wrote this book. And so I picked up that book, and I was playing like these chords, and I learned a couple of them, you know, and and that was helping. But again, it's like I got to stick with it and stuff like that. But and you know, it does it it helps where like if. I got nothing. Yeah. Right. And then I'll just look at, oh, these chords work work with these chords. But yeah. usually I'm just improvising and I'm playing, maybe strumming some things, or maybe I'll learn a little piece of a song and I do the same thing I do with sampling. Yeah. I, I start tear, taking it apart. Like yeah. right now. Sure. Yeah. Right now I was, I was uh, uh, getting into uh, like the, the guitar players from Mali right from africa they uh this is a group called tiarwin i think and they play like this this kind of bluesy african stuff that's really dope you know and um i've been listening to that and trying to flip it you know just playing like that and uh yeah but i mean i mean everything helps it's just memory for me is like in time you know it's like i don't have that much time to dedicate to it where it could sit in my brain. So I just take a little bit of it and hopefully it sticks mm -hmm. and maybe it'll help down the line. I, I think wish why, I think that's why you always have to be recording yourself. Right. That's why I kind of want to buy the little, this little um, one of those field recorders, like an $80 field recorder. So I could just be anywhere in the house and just start strumming because uh, you know, just to resample it or play it, you know, you know, I used to, I don't know why I never like, but do you do that in your house? Do you, do you on my phone? You practice guitar? Yeah. Yeah. No, I have, I have a, I have guitars all over the place. Like, like if I walk into the living room, I have my, my, uh, Django or, or, or my, uh, resonator guitar. Right. And sometimes I'll just take it to the room and I'll just pick up stuff and I'll just start playing. Like, I'll, you know, I'll go back and revisit things that I was practicing. Like I found, it was crazy. I found my old guitar teacher's lessons when, when we were kids and shit. And, and I was looking at how he was teaching me like barcodes, the root notes. I never understood that. I don't know why. It's simple. You weren't ready yet. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't. I was like, I don't know, you know, fucking idiot. And then I was looking at it, I'm like, oh, so these are the root notes. So these are the chords you play in this root note all the way down that make, you know, minor chords. 
Yeah. Right? It was considered minor chords. And if you add this, it'll be considered a minor seventh chord. So, you know, hopefully I remember that later down the road and shit. But, you know. Yeah, no. but I do want to... I, I, I record myself playing guitar. I was recording myself just the, the audio. But then I started filming myself. Because what I, would happen, I would play the audio and I'm like, fuck, is that me playing? That sounds totally different. What the fuck was I doing there? And I can't, I can never figure it out again. So I started like, okay, let me record myself. Yeah. And just see, oh, I was playing in there, you know? Ah, that's smarter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's way smarter. Yeah. So yeah, Because people... it is important to know where your hands are. Yeah, because sometimes, sometimes yeah. I'm like, I know it's in the first three chords, the three frets on the neck. You don't know what your fingers are doing. But what it, what was I doing to get like this little this little nuance of just a little flutter or some shit? You know, it's like what was I doing there? What the fuck? That sounds pretty decent. That sounds a bit musical. That's my like when I'm playing, I'm like, does this even sound like music? <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes I just feel like it's just slop. You know, it's 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 crazy that um, it's crazy that when when you're thinking in the moment or when you're doing something it feels like you haven't done anything right mm -hmm. like you're like ah i don't even know what the fuck i don't like that shit so that's why i'm going back to my beats right now because mm -hmm. i was thinking about it today i was like man all my beats have been sucking lately like i don't even fucking know and i'm going back and i'm listening to them I'm like oh it's not that bad. I'll just remove this element, remove this element. I was just doing too much. And this sounds good. Like yeah, these, these four, these yeah. four elements sound perfect together. And if I do add something, I could add it later. Yeah. And sometimes you could just revisit it and then change it around the samples. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's always good to, to create a, um, and that's the one thing that I think I struggle with sometimes is where, you know, we, it's cool to live in a loop sometimes, right? Sometimes it's, a loop is enough. But when you're chopping the sample, you know, you could have your, your four to eight bars just going, going, doing the same repetition, right? But then you, you, you kind of want to do a, a B section, right? Mm -hmm. You want to mm -hmm. do a variation of, of the same sample, just a variation. Mm -hmm. Even over the same drums, if you have to, whatever, but it's just a change and then go back to whatever you were doing before, right? Mm -hmm. but, but it's it's that little B section that will make the listener listen again. Like, oh, what's he doing here? Oh, shit, okay. You know, it's that, it's that idea where Quincy Jones... Was was always saying. I always bring it up because it was the one thing that I would he would say that about that was bad about hip hop. Mm. That hip hop was very repetitious. Yeah. So it wouldn't keep it wouldn't keep the listener engaged. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it could it was it was the limitations of hip hop at that time. Right. You know what I mean? It was the limitations of hip hop. Whereas you listen to hip hop now, hip hop now is, is like. You know, there's a lot of compositions going to it. There's a lot of noises and stuff like that going inside to keep the listener engaged. Even like Alchemist is, you know, what what person will say, oh, it's just he's just looping it. And I'm like, yes, but no. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's adding little variations throughout that whole song. And he has little synth sounds in there or <clears throat> or spaceship sounds or whatever the fuck he uses. You know what I mean? But it's something to trigger in your brain to pay attention again. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like a like a, a like a wake up. Exactly. Exactly. Like if you had if you had unexpected too, you know, exactly. If you had a, a chord progression, right. And you were doing that poor chord progression for four bars and then you went to something else. Right. And then you came back to that original chord progression. It's more interesting for you to do something different at the end of the second repetition. Right. So you would, you, you know, that second time that that original, the second time that original chord progression was to come, you were to change it just a little bit. Yeah. Listener's going to perk up. Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. He's doing something a little, a little, a little fiddle daddle. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, do you, you, uh, now that you've been making beats for a minute, are you able to do that whole thing where you could separate when you listen to music, you could separate the tracks and just hear individual sounds? What do you mean by that? Like that, like you, like say you put on a sample, right? Or just any song. Okay, I'm listening to music. Okay. Yeah, you listen to any song. You could just isolate the hi hat. Ah. Uh, like you could just hear the you can hear the music, but yeah. you can focus in on individual sounds. Yes. Yes. Uh, and what's helped me more with that though is actual mixing. Hmm. By mixing more, I'm able to almost to do a a zoom effect to the music. Yeah, yeah, that's right. What it is. Right, it's a zoom effect. I can push everything, make everything foggy, and then bring up that saxophone, and then I push that saxophone back, and I could hear the group again or the piano. I'm like, hey, what's that? What's that fucking sound? Sometimes it drives me nuts, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, right. I, could, I could hear some music that I hear nowadays and some shit that, you know, we've been listening to as a kid, but for some reason today, this stupid bell is louder than ever, and I can hear. That's the only sound I'm hearing in the whole song is a fucking dumb bell, and I've been listening to the same song for over 25 years. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It happens to me more now to where, like, I don't like that song no more. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Now when you start paying attention, you, you hear songs that were just mixed poorly. That and your, and, but, but, but what's dope about it is that it doesn't necessarily, that, 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 that makes it okay for you not to be that dope of a mixer, though. True. Right? Because. But, all, but maybe not a dope mixer, but have your own style. It, yeah, it doesn't have to be perfect. I should just say that. Right. Not every take has to be perfect. Not every, not every, you know, recording has to be the best. Yeah. Like I was, because uh, this last week I was taking my son to a soccer game. He was going to go play soccer, yeah. play a team, and they've been losing. So I've been like, all right, dude, I'm going to get you hyped up. I've been trying to get them to do like celebrations, you know, when they make a score. Yeah. But trying to get them to do like some Indian dances and pretend he's scalping somebody. He doesn't want to do it, but I was like, all right, we'll get you there. And then I keep playing like, uh, like I was playing them like some, uh, 
some Mongolian chants <laughs> to the game. And I was like, is that doing it? And he was like, no. And I was like, I got you. I played some Led Zeppelin, right? The immigrant song. And uh, I was bumping the hell aloud. But then I, I saw that it that it was remastered. Uh-huh. Right? And I'm listening to it. And I'm like, this is horrible. Yeah. So you're not the only one to say that. A lot of people, that's what people don't like about Spotify as well. Mm. Is that sometimes if you're not careful, all you all you'll find is the remastered versions of your favorite albums. Right. Because I was and, like, I don't remember it sounding this horrible. Yeah, and that's the number that, that's the number one complaint with a lot of a lot of people who um that's why that's why it's important. If 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 you want a certain version of the music, it's best to get a hard copy of it. Yeah. Because yeah. because like if we're going forward. We were if all you get is a Black Sabbath paranoia album, but it's the new 2023 remaster version. But you don't like it for some reason because you hear some shit that you never heard before. And you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, they should stop remastering shit. Well, you know, them trying to repackage and resell, right? You know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because it's that's to me, the 70s was dope because. That era, the the music was great, you know, and I liked that shit. I remember talking to uh, one. They remember that guy David. Yeah, and he used to always tell me, "You guys are over there trying to make shit sound old." When we were recording, we were trying to make that shit sound clean. <laughs> you know, I was like, "Yeah, that's so true." But that shit sounds great to me. Like I was, I would tell him, I was like, uh, I would tell him that my favorite Hendrix album is Electric Ladyland. Mm-hmm. And he was like, that one sounded horrible, man. <laughs> and I was like, serious? I was like, I love that one. It sounds so warm. You know, and that's the first one he recorded, I think, at Electric Ladyland. At Electric Ladyland. Yeah, at Electric Ladyland, you know. Um, so, but then he was like, no, I, the, the first, no, the second one to him was the better one, and that was recorded somewhere else. How you and he was like, it sounded clean, you know, and I was like, I'm not sure if he might have, like, he might have been fucking recording that at Abbey Road. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude was mostly what he told us. No, 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 not not that guy. Uh, Jimmy? Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta, this first, most likely his first albums were recorded in England. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's and it could be the same places. Who knows? But he's credited for having a state of the art, yeah, studio with Electric Ladyland, that Electric Ladyland Studios. That's where um, the Soul Quarians ended up doing their oh, shit. Yeah. A lot of people, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, rest in peace to Mark the Forty Five King. He he passed away. Um, oh shit! Are you serious? Passed away today. Um, legendary DJ and producer, uh, best known for works. Uh, I think he really helped Queen Latifah because I think he was part of the flavor unit. He follows us on Beat Exchange, um, too, by the way. And uh, he then, and I think he produced, I think he's more f- famous for producing Stan. By Eminem. Really? He's produced a lot. So it ain't just that, but that's what he's most known for. And um 
and Jay Z's fucking Hard Knock. Oh wow, Hard Knock Life. Yeah. Jesus, dang! How did he die though? He was. Are you? You know. Dead. I don't know. Health reasons. Forty-five King. Mm-hmm. Man, that's weak, dude. Yeah, was just, um, he was he was following us. R.I.P. to the bro ski. Um, yeah, I mean, it is it, it's just crazy, you know, like I was starting off like going back and listening to some of the beats that I had made this last year, because I have a folder. Right. Of all the, so so every year I stop and I create a new folder for the following year so I can save all my projects there, right? Yeah, I do the same. And so, you know, I got a I got a folder and I'm going through these 2023 beats and and I don't have as I don't have that many. I mean, you know, I have I have some but I don't have that many. But right now I was just listening to like, you know, 10, 12 of them while I was here waiting. Mm. And I was like, dude, they these all have potential. Maybe not for me. Yeah. You no, know, maybe not for me personally, but I, I, you know, they could find a home somewhere. There's going to be some bum ass rapper that needs a beat. This guy hit, hit us up on the beat exchange asking if we do, if we do, um, if we do beats. And I was like, yeah, man, the podcast is based on beats. Uh, <laughs> on beats. And he was like, how much would you charge for a custom beat? And then I was like, well, you know what? Check out Pablo Music and check out Charlie Chingus. You know, check out their pages yeah. and listen to their music. And then, you know, they'll work with you. Yeah. You never hit us back. So I was like, wow, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, like why? I mean, I understand. I understand that, you know, people want to talk money and get out, get that out the way. I would have said, you know, you know, 80 bucks. like to me to me it's like if i like your if i like what you're doing and you like the beats that i'm doing right yeah me too you know let's let's just work and then we'll go from there i i honestly there's a lot of people out here that ask money for beats yeah and that's their name of the game and that's fine i would definitely like for me even the barter system i'll be like all right listen I'll give you two beats. Just give me one, you know, one of, you know, record this for me, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm saying is like a lot of the times, like if you need a verse, I'll, I'll do you a verse. That's fine. I won't, I'm not going to ever charge anybody for a verse, you know? And then some people say that, Hey man, you're selling yourself short because you're doing art. You're creating art. You're doing it. But I'm like, I'm not living off of this. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm not living off of this. Like if I was living off of it, if like this was I was trying to make this my my revenue, then I would have to, you know, become a stickler about that kind of information, right? Like I would have to create for a versus this much, you know, mix I, this when, much and that you become more in demand though, you would have to though. You yeah, yeah, because your time at that point. Right? Yeah, because then it's like you know, because that's how I see it is time. Yeah. Right. That's why I don't send people beats. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I see people like send me beats and I'm like, yeah, I could send you a beat. But what if you don't use it? Yeah. You just wasted my time. 
Yeah. Because yeah, you 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 rap or sing or whatever, and that's great and it's special. But hey, listen, what I do is also yeah time consuming. You know what I mean? So absolutely and money vested. Yeah. So I'd rather just tell a artist if I really like them, hey, uh, I shoot you some money. Yeah. To make a song with you. Yeah. That way, you know, and it's serious. Yeah, and and there's definitely a um. There's definitely a, a, you know, you see, you, there's a level of it, right? When you see how serious a person is. Mm-hmm. If you, I know a lot of producers, especially in the common and normal camp where they send out beats to people and crickets for over a year. Right. And at that point in time, I'm like, well, you know, that beats up for grabs at this point. Yeah. To me, after three months, that beat is up for grabs. If I haven't heard, if I haven't got, if I haven't even received an email from somebody saying, hey, man, just wanted to keep you in the loop. I'm still working on this. I have it. I just need to record it. I'm like, okay, that beat is used. Right. But if it's nothing for a, a time span of three months, it's that's going back into the to the to the rapper pool, and if someone wants it, they're gonna get it. Yeah, yeah. I had an incident where I wrote a whole song. I wrote a whole song to a beat that was given to me, and it got pulled right from under me. You know, I'm saying, hey, you know, you know, uh, uh, that beat is for somebody else now. I'm oh, like, okay. But guess what? I haven't heard that so and so person put that music out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay. I mean, I'm not saying that I, I'm not saying that what I was gonna do was gonna become some sort of hit, but it sounded dope on that original beat that you that 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 you pulled away. So okay, so I took the lyrics and I put it on a, a another song, and you know I have phases of the moon on on that Chill to God album, mm. and and people really like that song. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and you know, it worked out because that beat was extra fly too. Mm-hmm. But it was funny because the beats were kind of the same vibe. Okay. You know, the beats were kind of the same vibe. And I was like, oh shit, this kind of sounds like the one I did this song on. I was like, well, let's see if this works. You know, yeah. and it worked. And I'm like, okay, good. Fuck off that with that shit. I'm just going to reuse the lyrics. Me and Hugo are in a predicament right now with with some dudes from overseas where you know we recorded music with these guys um and nothing and it's been over it's been since the beginning of covid oh wow and the music is just sitting there and i think we did some pretty fly work on that i mean now when i listen to it i i i could tell that i want to do it better you know, yeah. I would be able to rap this way better, you know, but I'm like, leave, leave it alone. Leave it alone. You know what I mean? Don't, don't fuck around with it. Years ago, I sent a, a beat to, uh, to Bonnie blue. Yeah. And, uh, she was like, oh yeah, I'm going to use this. And, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I never heard anything after that, you know? And I was like, does she even still rap? No. And I was like, okay. Well, yeah, most of, most of I, don't even, I was like, oh, I, I don't remember what beat I sent either. I think I probably even lost it. You know, so it's still out there. I, I, yeah, I, 
Yeah, I, I, I think I kind of remember the one he sent was dope too. Yeah, so I'm like, I was like, nah. Uh, yeah, no. If someone if someone hit me up, yeah, you know, because in that in that thing I sent it, you know, she was like, I want beats and stuff, and I was like, yeah, I got some. I like your stuff. Yeah, and yeah, I'm gonna use it and never hear. I was like, all right, cool. That's whatever. Well, that that beat is up for grabs now. Yeah, I don't even know what happened to it, but uh, yes. But then after that, I was like, I bet these people got not only that. I bet these people got so many beats to choose from. You know what I mean? Like people send them so many beats that you know if yours doesn't stand out, then it's gonna be you know lost in the ether or whatnot. And and uh, but- that's why I'm like, if someone likes my stuff and they reach out to me personally and they're like, y'all want to work with you, then I would, I would. But there's always, to me, I always feel that there should be some sort of communication. Yeah. You but- you no, know, cause I've gotten sent some beats before and you know, they might not be, it's funny because sometimes they're not what I'm looking for right now. Right. Ooh. Right. They're, they're not look they're not what I'm looking for right now. Or maybe some of the instruments that are used in the beats are not necessarily what I like. Man, she was probably like, Man, your beat sucks. But <laughs> but the effort should still be made to use that beat. Yeah. And okay. do the best. Do the best that you could do on that beat. Whether you like it, whether you don't like it, whether you love it or you don't, you should still pay respects to the person that made it and do something with it and be like, hey, man, do you like this? If you don't like it, then then go ahead and reuse the beat or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But it's a communication that should at least be given. Right, yeah. Like, hey, man, I'm not going to use that beat or, man, you know, I'm consumed. Don't, don't count on me for using that beat if you need to throw it back in the road. I do it all the fucking time because sometimes I'm like, burnt out a little bit uh-huh. or I'm in the middle of like two things at the same time. And I'm like, Oh man, I'm not going to be able It's funny. So I, I told chill recently, I was like, dude, I don't think I'm gonna be able to rap on that track that you sent me. And he's like, Oh man, no, don't even trip. I'm not even in a rush. I'm like, okay, what happened three weeks later? I hear the beat and it just triggers trigger some. And then I'm like, Oh, I'm right into it right now. Dude, don't give it away yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's that communication, though, that you have to put it out there or else or else they're just going to treat you like a piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the, actually, there was a song that um, Greg Greg sent a beat for, 8Greg2, eight, uh, eight mm-hmm. uh, sent us a beat, and I was supposed to do a song where it was supposed to be me and Lynx. Uh, and it never... It never got finished. I got, you know, I had my part done, but it never got finished on the other end. But he ended up being hella busy on his side. He just didn't really communicate that mm. way. You know what I'm saying? Like the communication wasn't there, you know? So then I was like, okay, well, you know, I bugged some people, you know, I bugged some people for some instrumentals for this so called project. And, you know, now I got to go to them and tell them, hey, man, you know, my bad, you know, the, the, the shit didn't, you know, I felt hella, I felt hella kind of bad, you know, because I'm like, hey, man, you know, I know, 
you know, whatever. And he was like, oh, it's all good. I'm going to use it on my next beat tape. I was mm. like, perfect. Mm -hmm. Problem solved. Yeah. But, but it, yeah, you know, it, it, yeah, it's not like, yeah, it's like, is it, I think the issue is just waiting, knowing is like, are you going to use that? If not, I'm going to, it sucks. Yeah. It's just you, it's like, um, if it's available, yeah, because you don't want to just give it away or, or sell it to someone, but yeah. then they're already doing something with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, a lot of the times it's like, to what I mean, like if someone was to offer you $200 for a beat, say, man, I'm going to give you $200 for this. Sold. Yeah. You'd be like, okay. Hey, uh, uh, you know, Pavo, I'm taking this beat back. $200 and I'm like, damn, I wrote something to him. All right. It's $200 though. It's $200. I'm not going to give you $200. Yeah. <laughs> if this guy gives you $200, get the $200. I'll just take these words and I'll put them somewhere else. But hey man, they're offering me some money to take all the instrumentals from beta base. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's already too late, but, um, yeah. but, but you know, like those, those things, <laughs> Yeah, those things, those things are, uh, those things are, are things that happen. And I, I bet they happen way more often. We hear the story of the Jay-Z and Camp Lowe, what was that? where, where Jay-Z heard, uh, oh, Jay-Z said no to Lucini beat. Oh. And then they gave it to Camp Lowe and Camp Lowe rocked it. And he was like, oh, wait a minute. What? He goes, yeah, dude, I offered you this fucking beat. Yeah. Yeah. You swing it. You don't hear it until you hear it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wonder if like beats hit different once uh, there's like, you know, someone else is already doing something with it. Well, because you hear the example that they set. Right. Yeah. The, right? the vision. Hear, yeah. yeah. You hear the vision. You're like, oh, now I'm now the ideas are flooding in. It's like when women find you more attractive when other women find you attractive, right? You are right. You are, you are absolutely right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I've been doing? I've been like, uh, I, I'll make not so much new beats, but um, I'll, I'll sit and just do things that are, that are not sampled based. Okay. That's what I'm doing now is like, I'm mixing the stuff that I, cause I got like two projects I want to finish yeah. of instrumental beat tapes. And, um, but now what I'm also doing is just tr either trying to play, you know, shit without any samples and then also listening to different styles of music and trying to mimic it. Okay. You know, just I to mean, that, just fuck with yeah. shit. No, for sure. I mean, either way, uh, it's always, it's always. I mean, that's how I did the the drip album. Mm, I was mm. like, dude, I don't, I don't know what I'm sampling, so let me just start off with this drum. Mm -hmm, I'm gonna mm -hmm. start off with the drum, and I'm gonna just layer, 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 and see what happens. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and then we had that in uh, bodies buried in my garden after that because it goes. It just progressively goes. If you just start with your own or if you use an idea, because some, you know, there's different ways to use samples, right? Like mm -hmm. sometimes you just get a droning from somewhere and you like, woo, 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 and you bring that and you're like, ooh, I, I like that. 
just that and then you could build from those sounds that are in a song that's still sampling yeah i mean yeah i'm trying to just utilize just should i have now i'm like I'm like yeah why don't i incorporate more guitar that is my main instrument yes. you know and it doesn't have to sound like a guitar maybe you know like i heard um who oh, damn it was it miles davis or I forgot who it was. It's somebody who he picked his guitar player because he said that he was trying to make his guitar sound like a different instrument, you know? And I was like, yeah, it's true. You can see what you could just experiment with, you know, see what sounds you get. Yeah. I think that's what Jimi Hendrix was doing. You know, he was like, oh, I'm going to experiment with feedback yeah. and make it musical. The shit, can you imagine just shit that's in, just the feedback to make that musical, you know? And there was other people that were doing it. I think uh, uh, Zabor was doing that. And you kind of look like Wendy Carlos too. <laughs> so you could be like the Wendy Carlos of the <laughs> Wendy Carlos. This she still alive, right? Ah. Uh-huh. Cause yeah, she doesn't want, she doesn't do any like, anything that has to do with music anymore. She's just like, no, I want to be left alone. Was she a science head anyways? Like, she, but she, yeah, no, she was dope though. Cause she did the whole, uh, Stanley book. Kubrick. She was the bookla, right? Wasn't no, that? no, no. She was making synthesizers. Uh, she's the one that did the, the, the Mozart shit. Yeah, that. And then she did the, what's that Stanley Kubrick movie? The Shining? Yeah. She did the music for that. She did the Shining or did yeah. she do the Space Odyssey one? I think both because she did uh, the music behind the Shining, the, the little, um, you can hear it. Yeah, yeah, that shit. She yeah. did that. and uh, It sounds so huge. Yeah, yeah. So, and then back then, you know, with like one of the innovators and shit, there were so many of them that were just like, the shit they had to do just to get sound, you know? It's it's crazy. Full of shit, you know? It's crazy how innovative people were. I mean, people are still innovative now just in a different way. Uh-huh. Because they take, you know, they might take a synthesizer or uh, or whatever and do something a little different than usual. Back then, the ideas that they had was out of thin air. Yeah. I like they like I was tripping the other day because I was like I'm 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 listening to the uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula right now, mm-hmm. and then uh, I I don't know I haven't looked it up yet and I might be totally wrong, but I'm like did this fool was there a Dracula mythology prior to this book coming out or did he create the mythology I don't know, but I think yeah wasn't it. Wasn't it based on well I think I think I think Dracula the, the 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 mythological vampire creature I think existed prior to that book. Yeah, it was uh the Hungarian guy. Was he Hungarian? The guy uh Lod. Lod the Impaler. I don't I, I think so. I think yes. I think it all has to deal with all that because his last name was like Dracus or something, and then that meant like son of the dragon. Oh. Which is the, is very dope. Um, I think burials just means uh, one with berries. Um, 
<laughs> turd in the forest. <laughs> turd, turd, turd within cheeks. Um, remember when you used to go around the house going berries and cream, berries and cream. That, you don't remember that? No, I don't. You and Chris used to do that shit all the berries time. And cream. Yeah, you don't remember that that Skittles commercial or the Starburst commercial? Oh, did you hear they're going to ban Skittles in California? Why? Well, that's the 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 headlines, but <laughs> really it said California's going to ban Skittles, right? On the news oh. and shit. But really they're going to ban this the chemical that's in it. I think it's like red number 5. I don't know some shit. Really? Because and it's in a lot of food. Yeah, because they have found like it causes cancer. You know what I mean? So they they're giving them to 2027 to change their formula if not they're just gonna ban that shit from you which yeah. is great why i like red number five i like red number five i like well, yellow they should offer it they should just offer it like this one has the yellow number two cancer causing red number five yeah this one's organic i remember that song that was about that 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 uh, sung by that guy with the pen, the the little pin mustache. Was it no. that song? Red number five all the time. A little bit of right. This is the <laughs> You talking? <laughs> I don't think you've seen that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, man, but you used to always be around. You and Chris used to always come out the fucking room. We used to be all toasted, and used to be like Barry. Cream, berries and cream. <laughs> I like my berries and cream. Yeah, I, was, I was telling my kids, uh, because I was I don't remember that shit at all, dude. But I, I don't I don't I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> and Chris was probably doing it more. Maybe I mean the the weed we used to smoke. I think I smoked weed from the sixth grade all the way up to the tenth nonstop. So I'm sure that's why I don't remember. But I'm sure I used to do stupid shit. I was telling them that I was telling them um uh because the topic of spoken word came up. Oh, okay. Right. And then I was like, oh yeah, yeah. The innovator. Yeah, the spoken word. <laughs> innovator, man. No, wait a minute, hold on. But then I, I was telling them, oh, what I remember when I was in graphics class, we they just came out with these new iMac computers. Remember those ones that looked, they were like light blue or turquoise blue. Remember it was just a screen and it was all cool, futuristic looking and shit. And, uh, and we had, I had discovered that you could, there's like a voice activator where you could type shit, you know, just read it back in this robot voice. Right. Yeah, I And I remember in class, I used to be like, it was like, whatever, we were just bored because our graphics design teacher used to make us do Cork Express, yeah. right? Mr. Ferrari used to make us do Cork Express. And if you guys don't know what that is, is pretty much doing layouts for newspapers, like what they use to do newspapers, you know, uh, the font and the, you know, the type of font and it, it had, to, and it was really strict, but that shit was so boring, so boring. And so I remember finding that thing on the computer, the that little program where the voice was and i remember i used to press can i do my spoken word right <laughs> <laughs> and then people were like what 
And then it would start off with my ovaries. <laughs> and I'll just start writing gibberish down to the last hamburger. <laughs> just stupid shit. <laughs> to a point where and they didn't know where it was coming from, right? <laughs> and then we I would be cracking up in class and then all of a sudden it'll just get quiet again. Can I do my poetry? <laughs> and it would be like that forever. And then the teacher would get hella furious. And he was a mad motherfucker. Oh, yeah, he would get fucking angry, dude. Stop that! Stop that right now! <laughs> like, but they never thought it was me because I was actually good at graphic design and shit, you know. But I remember that shit. Hilarious fucking oh, kids. God. Um, what else have I been doing this week, man? I haven't really been doing shit. Be honest. Me neither, man. I uh just hanging out. With uh, my son came up and shit, and you know, just having family things, and um, you know, getting back to work, you know, it's just a grind every day and shit. And you know what I noticed? You know what I? I don't know what it is. If it, the pandemic fucked with people's like attitudes, you know, entitlement, you know, just like the new people that come in to work at the post office, right? Like I, I see yeah. the panic. And fear in their eyes. Because I used to have that shit, right? I used to be worried. I'm like, fuck this look in your face where it was like, I'm fucked. It's going to be a shitty ass day. I'm still here. Nothing's ready. I'm looking for these vehicles. So what's happening in our, our station, not everybody's trained to to drive the ProMaster, the van. Yeah. You have to get certified to drive that shit. I don't know why. That shit's just a fucking van. So these newbies, they're not certified, so they're all driving the traditional post vehicle. And of course, none of the keys are there. And so this is one new cat, Argentinian dude. I see him over there working on a pile of keys, turning the ignition to this LLV, this postal vehicle. And I go up to him and I tell him, I see that worried look on his face that I recognize, and I tell him, Hey, uh, look, listen, mark down the time you started doing this because this supervisor is not going to tell the night supervisor. Yeah. When you get back, they're going to give you shit for coming back late. And if you're only carrying one route, they expect you to be back at five. Yeah. So you have to, you know, take time and write that down. So then you say, oh, I wasted this much time looking for a vehicle and i'm like by the way he should be looking for that your supervisor should be looking for that not you you should be getting your shit ready and he looks at me he's like huh and then just kind of like brushes me off and i was like all right i didn't even sound like an asshole or anything but i was like i was like dude i'm trying to you know just yeah trying to your get, references trying you know to, yeah, yeah trying to get try to game you up real quick yeah, you know, because they're going to bust your balls when you get back. You know that, right? And he's like, he's like, uh, huh, yeah. And I'm like, this motherfucker. In my head, I was like. Did not speak English, though? No, he speaks English. I spoke to him before, you know? And then and then I was like, uh, I was going to tell him in Spanish. But then I was like, you know what? Fuck you, dude. You figure it out for yourself, cocksucker. And I left. And I kept left alone. And then I was like, all right, it was one thing. There was this other carrier, right? A new one. And he's in a shitty route. And I was like, 
they they keep moving him around and he was mad and i was telling him hey dude you know what you should do is opt on this route that's open that way they won't move you around you can focus on one route and get good at carrying and he was kind of like brush me off too yeah he was like well you know uh yeah sure just like that yeah sure and i was like the fuck and i was like you know what fuck you new people go out there and suffer yeah because when i was there when i in the beginning i had that face and i was worried some people helped and some people did help me yeah some people helped and some people didn't but the ones that helped me i was truly grateful for them yeah i remember one time dropping a whole tray of uh letters and I was like, oh, fuck, you know? And I was like, bugging out. And this carrier, older dude was like, hey, no, 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 don't worry. Don't worry, relax. Relax, dude, this happens to me every month, <laughs> right? And just him saying that. And it doesn't happen to him every month. He just said that just to calm me down, not to freak out, because he's been in that predicament before. And he goes, when it falls, it falls magically in order. And I was like, what? This shit looks in shambles. He goes, you know, you're not looking at it right. Look, okay, check it out. See how this corner falls, this corner falls? Just start flipping them over. The letters you see, now you see how it looks like it's in order. And I was like, oh, all right, all right. Boom. And you know, cut to later on, I'm a fucking pro. Yeah. A, a few years ago, this carrier did the exact same thing. I gave him the same spiel. Yo, this <laughs> happens to me all the time. I drop it at least once a week because I'm a fucking Momo. Let me help you out. Check this out. You see how it magically falls? And yeah. they were grateful. They're fucking grateful. They're like, oh, man, thanks a lot, dude. Oh, man, I was going to quit. This fucking... And they're just like, man, this is hard. And I'm like, yeah, I know it's hard right now. And the feeling of quitting might go away. Sometimes <laughs> I feel like quitting. But, you know, you know, so you have your good days and your bad days like any other job, right? Yeah. And uh, But these new fuck facts, man, these fuckers are like, you know, just like, Oh, just like they don't nothing. They're like un like grateful and shit. You know, and I was like, Yeah, you know what? I'm not I, I, I honestly just think that's I think it's people all around, dude. That's what I'm saying. I was like the pandemic did a number on everybody. Yeah, there's people all around because even the people that I I feel that I have to check people more and more at work mm -hmm. the way they talk to me. Oh. <laughs> I have to I have to constantly say uh, excuse me. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Like, oh, I'm gonna. Oh, is that what I'm gonna do? Uh -huh. you know, I'll tell them straight up. Is that what I'm gonna do? Oh, okay. Thank you for telling me this. No, and I'm like, no. What I'm gonna do is this. And if I have time, I will do that. Mm. But no, I'm gonna I'd like. So the, the the job position that I'm in now has turned me into more of a stern talker mm. where before i used to be more wishy-washy used to be doing this and that now i'm just more stern you know there's no and i'm learning to be more concise with my statements so when i when i say a sentence there's no and buts or maybes you know, just this is my statement that I'm telling you. These are the legalese. Read it all the way, the terms and conditions to the bottom. If you do not accept this, I will not work for you. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? And 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 it's allowed me to just just cut through the bullshit. And so when they try to use my words against me, I was like, no, I told you specifically, this is what's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. You know, and so like I it's for the for the for the betterment of my sanity, but for the worst of society, I'm like these people are actually walking out here amongst this world, treating more than just me like this. You know what I mean? They're, they're out there treating people at the grocery store like this. Yeah. And they're just going to run into the wrong person. Yeah. You're like, you're, you're going to restaurants with the same attitude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, bars are, are falling apart, right? Like nobody buys alcohol anymore. Um, the, yeah, it's just it's just like the whole customer service world and customer and just the etiquette has completely fallen to shit. Yeah, it's like it's like also like these people that have they they got a job, they hate their job, so they're they they suck on it, they they suck at it intentionally. You know, it's like no, no, no dude, you can hate your job. That's yeah. not a problem, but be good at it. You know, if that's the case, then do something else. You know, well, I have to be there. Yeah, I get that. I have to be there too, but I can't just be walking around treating my customers like, like an asshole. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I remember, I remember specifically one New Year. It's like one of my New Year's resolutions, right? It was like one year back in when I was like 23, 24, something like that. I was in my mid twenties. And I was just realizing how miserable I was at work. I was like, mm -hmm. I'm so miserable at work. But why am I miserable? It's how I create revenue to get drunk on the weekends. <laughs> I mean, that's all I live for at that time, right? Like, <laughs> make money, buy gas, get drunk. That's yeah. all I was doing. So, you know, when, when, when I was sat there and I told myself that, I remember one, one New Year's, I was like, you know what, dude? From here on out, everything that I do at work is going to be 100%. 100% effort. 100% effort. And if you do 100%, when you clock out, there's going to be no room for anyone to nag on you about. Oh, uh, yeah. I, like, I don't want to be nagged at work. I get nagged at home. Yeah. I don't want to get nagged at work. This is the one thing that I could be good at. And when I, when I changed that mindset and I started to do that, it became a habit after a while. Right. Well, I know I'm at work. I'm very like, I go hard because I know if I go hard at first, I could fuck around later. Yeah. But I got to take care of my shit first. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I try to instill it into these two young ones here. But <laughs> that doesn't happen. So I think it has to do something with maturity. Yeah, it does. I was reading something that said that kids at a young at a young age they don't they don't comprehend like uh like stuff. <laughs> they don't they don't they're stupid. Cause I was, I was I try to tell them about cleaning, right? I'm like, dude, cleaning really is is just putting things back in their place. Yeah, it's like it looks messy because you guys have your shoes all yeah. over the place. It's like you guys only have two pairs of feet. It's like why are these shoes all around? You know, and I'm not yelling at them either. The mom, you know, she 
Well, I'm going to I'm going to get in if, if I feel like I've said something a couple more times. Yeah. Your boy's yeah, gonna be like, to, yeah. Yeah. I try not to yell because it doesn't work with them. You know, they just go, oh, you know, they all get bugged out and shit. And who knows what that mentally does to these fragile kids nowadays. I just go up to them and put my hand on their shoulders like, hey, <laughs> I got to get in their face. I'm like, I asked you to go do this. Yeah. Go, Go do it. It's just like, just, just go. They're like, but I'm, no, 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 just go right now. Just go. You're going to forget. Just go do it. I'll watch you right here. Yeah. yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Like, there it is. There it, it is. is. It's definitely a lot of repeating. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. going to do it. And then three hours later, oh, they yeah, won't yeah. do it. And I'm like, look. And that's one of my wife's pet peeves, repeating herself. Oh. Like, oh, it's over, dude. I'm like, you're going to repeat yourself forever, dude. They don't have that mindset. They don't. And especially with these distractions, TikTok is making them like, it, they're just like, they make short-term memory. All yeah. of them. All of them, that generation. I think I, was, I think we established a, a no TikTok in this home. Yeah, but then YouTube is like that too. YouTube is like that. YouTube you is... Know, everything was like... And I find, I find the... I get trapped in the reels. Yeah, the reels is the same thing. It's just... It's just but I do limit myself and I'm like, okay... 10 minutes that's it then i walk out but then you know one ass video ice spice and it's over <laughs> yeah i see yeah. i'm back in there <laughs> got me back in all right let's get into this uh beat exchange oh man we had a we had a doozy this uh this week did we get any um no no submissions this time i had one guy talking to me and he was like oh i tried dude and i'm like yeah well you quit <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> like uh, is not good enough. You do uh, now. Yeah, there is no trying here, dude. Like, no trying. You have to do this. All right. So this past week, I want to play mine first. Uh, this past week, this dude did something so out of pocket to me. <laughs> so out of pocket. But um, I did listen to that album. Kind of interesting of an album. It was by Jean. Hold on. Oh, you. Oh, yeah. The album. How is that? Um, it's kind of the same sounds. Really? Yeah, kind of the same sounds. Um, what was what was the point of that? It it had some it had some dope uh, it had some dope drums. It had some dope uh, actually there was actually real good drum playing in that album. It was Moog Indigo is the album created by Jean Jacques Perry, and this song is "The Elephant Never Forgets." Yeah, definitely kind of interesting. Um, I sampled that years ago for Hugo. Really? Yeah, for Hugo. I remember doing it. So, 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 
el chavo de ocho uh -huh. is not the same as Chesperito? It's the show. Chesperito was a character. Chavo de Ocho was a show. Was the name of the show. I think, right? Uh, yeah, and I think El Chavo Chavo means pretty much the kid, kind of like Cicote. Yeah, you know, but like for Mexicans, I think they're Mexicans. Yeah, they're Mexicans, and and uh, yeah. So in the Chesperito was like his kind of like a right. superhero character. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, but he was just the the whole the whole apartment complex. It was about them, you know. Yeah, but he was like the main, like Dennis the Menace type of character. Oh, you know? I had no fucking idea. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember it too much because I stopped watching a lot of Mexican, uh, you know, shows. I think when I was fifteen or so. Yeah, I mean, if it's in I the I discovered BT and MTV, your MTV raps. I never watched it. My parents would watch something. It would be on the TV. And then I'd sit there and I'd watch it for a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I was never watching it. Like, I never yeah. went to the TV to turn it on. It wasn't until I met my, my wife and she was watching shit on Spanish TV. And I'm like, dude, I don't get it, man. I mean, the hose is nice, though. Oh, yeah, dude. I didn't get it. It's a lot of slapstick. But, you know, now that when I go back and watch stuff, it makes more sense. Okay, here we go. All right, let's hear it. That is dope. That was fucking dope, dude. It came out way better uh, than I thought it was going to come out. Um, it, has, it has some nice sounds. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the one thing. Like, all those Moog sounds, they sounded tight. And it was a very clean recorded album, you know? So I, I, I do give it that. Um, yeah, you got the, that, that snippet. That gave it that bounce. Yeah, no, it came it, I, and it came together quick. Really, it came together really, really quick, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I was kind of happy about that. I was like, like the pauses in it too. Okay, so it's funny that you say that. I watched somebody's clip. I watched somebody's real clip, and they were like, "Don't sequence on the machine. Use use clips." 
So what it does is that machine has the ability to do like live editing. Uh, so you're able to use these little clips and you could change the patterns within the clips and you could take elements out and put elements back in or hit something different. And it captures it as a whole, like kind of like how the NPC would do on a whole program. Uh, and, you and you don't really have to change too much. Yeah. It's more fluid. And I was like, oh, so I tried it on this song. And I was like, oh, that did add a little bit, like just taking out the snake, yeah. taking yeah. out the sample. And I was like, oh, that really did. It really helped. It really yeah, it changes helped. things. Yeah. And so then when I, I was doing that, I was like, oh, okay. Because usually I would have to manually mute. Like if I was playing the beat for you, I would hit mute, you know, or or mute this group or mute that group. But there, I was able to do it just in a in a linear fashion. Yeah, on Ableton, I, I just erase things. Yeah, so you would do that, but you you use the cue markers, right? You use that other area. Uh, well, which is the win the the main window where you just record, not with the tracks. Yeah, main window. I'll just oh yeah, the arrangement, the arrangement window, arrangement, and just take things out. You know, just okay. This was sound good with a pause or something yeah yeah no that's um yeah so it's kind of like that kind of like that but it just in a, in a more uh smaller fashion mm. so it, it's actually it really that really helped to be honest with you because with that i was like oh man like i'm not really i don't know what else to do to it there wasn't too many sounds in there no that was perfect um, so what I gave Charlie this past week was James Mason. I didn't get a chance to listen to his album. I should have. Uh, just go, yeah, just go back and figure and think it's probably pretty. I want to say I listened to it and I think it was cool. I think it was cool. Um, yeah, I like that era for sure. The era. It's, really. th this song is called M.B.W.E. 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 Okay, this is the song. Let me go back. Sometimes when those songs are, are, are that funky and smooth, it's hard to sound. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this one. Um, yeah. Just play it. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, take it back real quick.
Oh, yeah. Charlie Chingus came in bringing that smooth, funky groove. That was hard uh, with the... They they used a lot of the... The hi-hats was really loud. Yeah. So I had to work around that. Yeah. No, it came yeah. out funky because you got you found a groove. Yeah. Yeah, you found that, that little groove with the little piano. You know what I mean? And that alone, actually... More than likely, that alone is rappable. Yeah, and then like sounded like uh, put in this other thing was reversed. Yeah, it just sounded too clashy, but I just left it in. Okay, that sound. I mean, overall, it sounded dope. So that's a successful beat flip from Charlie Chingus. All right. Where was your? You got one? Yeah. Okay, because I got one for you. I'm gonna send it to you. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the one then then I'll and then I'll lock up the other one. It's a commercial right now, so just hold bear with me. Let me see if you can hear it. Is that you? No. Oh, that's me. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I'm like, are you playing me that? This is the one. chocolate that is some hot chocolate why does this do sound familiar yeah the the guy uh the the song is called stay with me by hot chocolate i'll send that to you via spotify yeah he's the guy that i believe in miracles right I believe yeah. in miracles okay tell me if you can hear this add in and the other one everyone's a winner can you hear this yes no? yes too loud just like a What's that? Sly and the Family Stones. Oh shit! I thought it was like, is that Anthony Hamilton? No, this is uh It's uh off the album. What's it called? Um, oh shit! Hold on. It's um, the one with the um, 
the American flag on it. Oh, there, okay. There's a riot going on. That's yeah. probably one of my favorite albums of his. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna this is the one that a hot chocolate's known for. This is the one that you like. right there you put that in the morning yeah so that's what that's what you should play for the kids <laughs> yeah for real right because yeah, everyone's a winner yeah <laughs> um nah i mean okay so we got some dope ass samples send that to me though and i'm gonna send you this one all right i'll send it to you right now yippity do anyways uh, other than that i mean i got a couple of um Got a couple of days off coming up. Nice. You know what I mean? Got the, the beginning of November. I think we're locked and loaded. Um, we're locked and loaded with the upcoming album uh, produced by myself. Um, Chef Mike contributed to the album. And Charlie Chingis uh, contributed to a track or two. I think just a track. And... Um, the album is put together, ready to rock and roll. We decided on the artwork, I think. We'll see how it goes. But uh, I'm going to start uploading it this weekend. Damn. The single's going to be coming out on the 7th of November. Followed up two weeks later with the album drop. So that's cool. Everybody's tripping about Bandcamp. What's going on in Bandcamp? Bank camp's been sold twice, and oh. then they ended up firing um, 50% of their writing staff or all staff. I'm not sure the um, all the people necessarily got fired. I'm not sure if the guy in the mailroom got fired, but, you know, people are in the uproar, you know, um, you know, saying that they don't recognize their union or whatnot and Unfortunately, you know, the, you know, independent music isn't a big money maker. So when they get a chance to sell and a big corporation takes over what was once dear to us, mm -hmm. independent music people were created a marketplace for us to be able to sell our albums directly to fans, create a mailing list, mm -hmm. you know, create a good following, a fan base, you know. People see the writing on this as a writing on the wall saying that those days are over. But we've been seeing a we've been seeing a decline. I, I want to say not a decline, but I want to say that I, I, I've been feeling that Bandcamp has been stagnant for a while. Mm. Like the growth hasn't really been there to say that, you know. It's it's going to it doesn't change the convenience of iTunes and right. Spotify. Right. If I if I make my album exclusively to Bandcamp, I'm hindering myself. Right. Because of reach. 
but I'm being more sincere to my fan base by doing something like that. Right. right. I don't I don't have a huge fan base. So for me, it's more important to make sure that the people that have supported us all through the years get the music first. Mm-hmm. Because if you put it up on these other platforms, it's just going to get lost, right? It's going to get lost in the shuffle. No one's ever going to discover it. It's, it's a rarity that your music gets discovered via Spotify unless you're already getting teared up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas in Bandcamp, you, there was a higher percentage chance that you were going to give somebody's music a chance there. Because you would go through the rant, you go through the charts, or if you were read reading Bandcamp, you know the Bandcamp Weekly magazine that would come out, or or the new and noteworthy section of the webpage. You would I would listen there. to the radio station. The radio. Yeah, you could you could do that too. A lot of people did that too. I know Chef Mike, he came up on a couple of those, and that definitely got him. Or common and normal got the web page buzzing a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, so those opportunities that were that were given in in the, you know, in the in the world of Bandcamp. What the fuck was that? I coughed. Oh, uh, in the in the in the world of Bandcamp, you know, I I don't, I I honestly don't think that that stuff's gonna change. Mm-hmm. I think it might just get more streamlined. But that might just be me but being naive, you know, and, and just me being used to corporate taking over what I like. Right. You know what I'm saying? Ruining things that were once dear. But for the majority of the world, this doesn't mean anything. Yeah, well, maybe they need to, maybe they're going to, hopefully they focus on marketing. Because you don't see it marketed anywhere. Well, you don't. You don't see it marketed as. Uh, I didn't even know they had a spot in Oakland. It's, I think it's. Bay Area based. Oh, you see, I didn't even know that. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know where we're coming out of. And I was like, uh, yeah, maybe they should yeah. Just into it, you know? Yeah, it could be it could be a lot of things. We know that when corporations take over, they unfortunately there's layoffs. They cut the fat. Especially when a narrative is like, you know, Spotify gives you shit. Yeah. Go support your the artist you like. Here on Bandcamp, and it's a, and, and Spotify has been making trends towards offering the artists more avenues to directly connect with their fans by doing donation tabs. Yeah, that's by, by being being able to sell merch through Spotify. Yeah. You know, putting up those those links. That's cool. I mean. In the actualities now that we're seeing it, in the realities that we are now, Bandcamp, I always thought was cool. It got me to a certain place. But the idea of how how Rock Marciano and Caw, Brownsville Caw did it, where it's music only through their webpage. Mm-hmm. It's only through the webpage that you could get it. You know, when your album first drops, you're only getting it through there for like four to six months. You're not getting it on streaming for four to six months. Right. So if you're really a fan, 
you're going to go to this webpage. You're going to pay 20 bucks for a digital download and or merch. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're the one of these guys that I mentioned, you know, is doing a pop-up store and his vinyls that he has many of, you could only buy them from that, from that pop-up store. So if you're not in New York, you can't get it. You're not in New York, you're not going to be able to ever buy this album. Which is so it's almost like uh, one of those good marketing where it's like exclusive still, you know what I mean? It's like makes it more rare. Yeah, it makes it more rare, but it's also like him saying, dude, like I don't have a team. Right. That's just sending this shit out. I don't the hassle and the fact that when we send vinyls out, it gets damaged. You know what I mean? Or people don't get the package. I'm like, fuck all that. I don't want to deal with all that hassle. Just come here. You or if you're not here, tell your boy from New that lives in New York to buy it for you. You see that thing I sent you with the, the little thing? It's like a little quarter size record thing where they're selling in Japan where you take this yeah. record, you put it on your phone, it opens up. Yeah. Page and you see, you get listen to the music. And on top of that, you get pictures and shit of artists doing stupid shit it's like you know you could do oh you could almost do the same thing with uh them you know them squares with the with the 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 bar not barcodes but QR QR codes yeah you could do the same thing with that in essence you know in essence it's almost the same idea yeah because all it is is something to take you somewhere yeah. No, but, but the, you know what? But the one th- I think those downloaded to your iTunes though. Oh, is that what it does? I think it did. Not mm. sure. I'm not sure. I think when I watched that, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, it's a cute thing. You know, they yeah. used to do. They used to do that with like little mini cassettes. I was. Uh, I was like, the only thing I. It's like if you're that type of person, who just wants to hear one song. Yeah. You know, you're probably gonna go back to Spotify. Yeah, and that's the majority of the world, though. Yeah. Majority of the world is single-driven. So donate. Donate. Yeah. You know. I I would say... T-shirt. I think I was listening to uh, Les Claypool, you know, the guy from Primus, on the Mark Maron podcast, and he was saying that now, you know, and this guy's been in, in, in the music business for a long time, and he was like, now is more where, you know, you had the deal, the record deal to put out things, sell albums. You wanted to sell albums. Yeah. And then it was T-shirts, right? And other merchandise. Now is just buy my T-shirts. Yeah. And the music is just, you come see the show to do the music for the music, but then you leave with a T-shirt. And that's how they make more of their money. You know? So that's why, like, buy a T-shirt. He was just like, this is this is what it is now. Just buy the T-shirt. It it's crazy, right? it's, it's it is crazy that how much money goes into making music, right? Especially artists at a certain level, right? But if we put hours into our time, if we put dollar amounts into our time, you know, even if it's just your wage at work, just say wage your work wage, mm-hmm. right? Not even do an entertainment way. If you did the same amount of hours that you did there, you would probably accumulate 
a good amount of, of money with the amount of music that you put into one album, right? And that's not counting the, and that's not counting the cost of, you know, people's times who help you with graphics, yeah. so forth, right? So yeah, there is a lot of cost that goes into it. I tend, I, I tend <clears throat> to not want to think about money when it comes to this, because if I do, it'll depress me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just think I just think of it as a I'm it, this is for me. This is just for 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 leaving something behind and if people like it, cool. If not, I'm still going to make it. Right? Yeah. And, and and it's just put, I put it out there and if it's at a loss, it's at a loss. And I've, I've been very fortunate that I've been able to be surrounded by people who kind of feel the same way. Like we're all well. Let's just do it. Okay, that costs a hundred bucks. That doesn't hurt. Let's do that. I spent a hundred bucks, you know, buying you dinner. Know, yeah, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Spent a hundred dollars real easy. So let me buy some cassette tapes. Let me buy some CDs. You know, let me let's let's see what we could do to leverage our or some monies that we saved to to get some merch done. But. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely never looking to make a profit. Yeah. Break no. even, break even, cool. Yeah, uh, I just see it as art now where I, I'm going to, I want to combine just the art that I make, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not also, you know, I don't, I'm not the type of dude that, you know, like when you, you know, I hear those people who are like, I'm a producer, film director, yeah, you know, rapper, poet gynecologist all that shit right and it's like when i hear that i'm like oh jesus christ that sounds like you suck at all of them you suck <laughs> at all of it man you master of right. none. you know what I mean? exactly yeah but you know i'm also i also do art i also was doing graphic design and i was a graffiti writer you know for a minute and i'm like yeah sometimes like i was like i want to see how i can combine and baby children. i do baby child dolls <laughs> i want to combine them somehow like i kind of do now with the you know the stuff i do on my instagram page if you see that it's like all playing with photos and yeah you know graphic design sometimes and you know i don't that's like the, that's the only th- that's why i don't post that much you know because i feel like if i don't see any art in it yeah then I'll post it yeah you know? no i've uh my i've my 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 posting on Instagram has slowed down significantly, um, mainly because everybody you know kind of kind of took what I was doing and did it more so. You know what I mean? So then I'm like, ah, you know, no one's really gonna pay attention. So I gotta find clips that are super interesting in order for me to post it. Yeah. So, so if I, if the, if the, if the, if the definitely like how you, if the image ain't, if, if the video is not like, whoa, what the hell is going on on here? Then I, I ain't gonna fuck with it. You know, like I'm not gonna put Freddy Krueger on there like, ugh, ugh, that's, that's cornball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody could do that. But am I gonna show, you know, can, can I find a video of a head exploding? different ways and turn into a, a dildo that's what i'm going to find and post you know <laughs> i'm going to find something strange like that yeah you know i see it's funny i seen a guy eating a five inch um 
lollipop. <laughs> uh-huh. It's a ring pop. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty deep. And he had it all the way in there. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, I want to thank everybody for tuning in this week. Remember, the uh, uh, Beat Exchange compilation volume six is out right now. Go to Bandcamp. Yes, Bandcamp. And you'll head there, and then you, it's four bucks, right? Yeah, only available on Bandcamp. It's only one available th- on Bandcamp, one through six. Volumes one through six. The newest one is $4. You're donating those $4. Uh, go to donating into this podcast so we could keep this thing moving and grooving. We got a uh, Hugo Monster. He's out there doing some things. He's laying low in the cuts right now. Uh, but go to HugoMonster.com for all your information about our buddy old boy over there who be selling action figures and got a YouTube channel up and has got all this stuff going on. Make sure to tap in with him. Charlie Chingus, you heard him here already. He's yeah. got beats for you, man. Make sure to go to his bank camp, Charlie Chingus, and also his Instagram, at Charlie Chingus and at the beat exchange podcast only on instagram only on-, on instagram and then you'll find him you'll dm him there and you'll be like hey man i heard you uh i heard you're the lord of the akai um so that's that's him so make sure to go listen to his instrumental projects as well and me at pavo music that's why you're gonna find me on all the social sites at pavo music and that's where you're going to go. I've got some music out right now. The album Eyes of Ice is out right now. The album You Offer More Dead with Child of God that is out right now. Um, and one coming up the end of the year produced by the people that I mentioned earlier. That one is called Me to Blame. Me to Blame. That is coming up very soon. And that's going to be very fun to end out the year. So I appreciate everybody for tuning in. And remember, delete your browser history.